From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 251 for the week of February 13th, 2014. The Disney Plug Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan a perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, Mary Jo takes a day six trip to Santa Barbara and Solvang, and Michael celebrates the Winter Olympics. All that plus this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and our Dizboard's Thread of the Week on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hey. Hello. Hey there. Hello. Hi there. Ho there. Welcome to February. Oh, Welcome to right. February. It's the 14th, 13th. Happy, I know. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, okay, just as people sleep in, may wake up around 11. Yeah. May welcome to now it's some everybody's got their legs there. Groundhog day. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Ready to go. I, you know, the first several days of February could probably have been forgotten. But it is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Aw. What'd you get me? Nothing. Did you oh, deserve good. something? Okay. <laughs> good. That's what I got you too. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does anybody have any housekeeping? I do. Go ahead. Actually. Um, wow. So, you know, last uh, last week we were talking about um, the Pacific Wharf Cafe and the Express Lane. Well, when I was there last weekend, um, I noticed it says for clam chowder and drinks only. So I want to make that as an addendum okay. to my commentary. And thank you for the lovely gentleman who tweeted me about two buck chuck. <laughs> <laughs> what was that all about? <laughs> okay, wait. Now, okay, now we understand why she just said welcome to February. Yeah. You know what she's been doing for the last. <laughs> how, how did I miss this tweet? What, what was this? No, it was it was is very cute. He was telling me that um, he's actually sent me. His name's David, and he sent me a link to an article. Dating to last year when two buck Chuck went up, I told you thought it went up. It's like two. Yeah. It's like two forty nine. So my yeah, response okay. was, if it's under two fifty, I'm gonna it's round it down, down and yeah, keep okay. the name. <laughs> <laughs> it was two buck Chuck for too many years. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so you. there. Any other, yeah. Any, any other housekeeping? I, I just have a quick one. Go ahead, Michael. No, uh, mine is just a reminder about our Dapper Days Diz meets. They're coming up really quickly. Yeah. Um, I was looking for costumes today. It didn't happen. That uh, you didn't look or you didn't find you one? You didn't buy the $9 shirt? I didn't, I didn't buy... Well, because it's like Dapper 70 Days. It was you know, the 70s looking, were very dapper, too. No, they were not. Shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't. Oh, come on, pa- Michael. Pa- you polyester. can't tell me you, you didn't have... <laughs> A wild print shirt, no. buttoned down to wherever, and white shoes. I went. My parents <laughs> sent me to all boys Catholic schools my whole life. I wear uniforms until I was at university, so no, I did not. Um, anyway, but I do have a reminder about the Dapper Days Diz Meet <laughs> on um, Saturday, February twenty second. We're going to be at the Grand Californian Hearthstone Lounge at five p.m. So it'll Next be actually going to be outside behind the Hearthstone Lounge, right? Oh, outside. Yeah, oh, at the fireplace. 
right. fireplace. Right. And so um, where we met for the D23 Expo. Mm-hmm. And so we'll, it'll be sort of a getting to see who's there, and I will have pins, and, um, you know, we can have a little um, drink if we want, and all that, get to know each other, maybe make plans for getting together out at other times during the weekend. And then on Sunday, February 23rd, which is Dapper Days, and hopefully by then everyone will have their costumes, right, Tom and Mary Jo? Yes, ma'am. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are going to have our our get together at the Disneyland River Bell Terrace at one p.m. And again, we'll get together for maybe lunch and seeing what who's there. And then we'll go to the Mark Twain Mixer at two p.m. right across the way. So twenty three skidoo. That's going to be so much fun. <laughs> it is. Are I'm you going to have spats on, Michael? Pardon me. Are you going to have spats on? No, I, I will not have spats. But I, um, I tried on my, my sh- shoes yesterday, and they fit. <laughs> well, that's I good, have, because if they don't, you're going to have an awful time. You're going to have to get a <laughs> But these are all part of my, my um, Main Street dapper costume. Very nice. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you all there. It'll be a lot of fun. Yay. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Mary Jo. Um, just really quickly, um, Sherry E., um, one of our moderators on the Disneyland board, has a really nice thread about the Catalina Express um, birthday boat ride to Catalina Island. And through April 30th, on your birthday, you can go to Catalina Island for free. And it's a $74 um, value wow. to go over there. So I would recommend that anybody can go to the Disneyland. It's in the Southern California section. Look for the links that Sherry has to go there and take advantage of this of this offer. We're, we're waiting to see. In March, they'll come out and they'll let us know if they're going to be extending it or what they'll be doing for the birthday celebrations. But they've had this going for three years now. So we'll see if they continue it. And remember, bring your drama mean. <laughs> nice. I don't. I don't get sick, so... Oh my gosh, I do. But, you know, I didn't think I would, and then I did, and one drama meme was not enough. And Well, it's, it's good advice so that you can get to the island. And yeah, if you're not sure, if you're mm-hmm. not sure, the Pacific is much rougher than the Atlantic yeah. for those who have, you know, done cruises on the East Coast, but not on the West Coast. So the so, smaller boats, the commuter boats, and the ferries are, are much rougher. Just as an FYI. Something to keep in mind. And when you get to the island, they also have some other um, offers for people celebrating their birthdays. So that's going to be a future day six segment. So I'll be going there soon. You should explain your day six for the folks who haven't gotten to our extra segment. Uh, Let's surprise them. Or you can scratch that out then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing gets scratched. <laughs> Unedited. Edit, oh, no. edit, edit, what's that? Except Tom's itch. <clears throat> yes, exactly. Whatever that means. Um, we've talked a lot in the past about the great deals at Knott's Berry Farm, and I'm not going to use this as, as rapid fire or anything, but I just wanted to let everybody know that they've got a great deal that started just at the beginning of the month, and it's and it's also a great benefit. Because it is, it is, they're offering special pink tickets, uh, benefiting Susan G. Komen of Orange County, 
And from now through the end of March, you can buy online. You can buy t- Pink Days tickets for only thirty nine dollars. Hmm. So you you get in Knott's Berry Farm at a discounted rate, and it also benefits a great cause. And they're also selling exclusive magnets and T-shirts and things like that inside the park to benefit uh, Susan G. Komen. So plus Very Billy nice. Hill and I mean uh, Kirk Wall and the Hillbillies are there. You keep pushing them, don't you? Well, they're good, and they're funny. No. She loves them. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought I'd mention that. Uh, don't forget chat nights, Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. in the Diz chat room. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dlpodcast.wwinfo.com. Also, don't forget, if you subscribe to us on iTunes, leave us leave us some comments. Leave us a five-star review. We'd really appreciate that. It also <laughs> helps in the iTunes search engine people finding that is unplugged. If, you know, mm-hmm. there's so many search in Disneyland, we come up closer to the top. Um, if you want show notes, any links to anything we talk about, you can find that at disunplugged.com and then click the green Disneyland button. Well, since you had something that wasn't uh, wasn't qualified as a rapid fire, I have something very oh, similar too. Oh, you did see that. how it is. No, 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 no. no but you <laughs> hey, know hey, She's he opened right. the door. He opened the door. I agree with you, Nancy. I'm on your side. When he did that, I just thought, oh, well, you just gave Nancy a third rapid fire. <laughs> <laughs> I and Tom was trying to play it off like it wasn't a second rapid fire. It's not, you know. I and try to justify it. it was very yeah, nice. I know. I was. I. I know that Mary Jo and Michael are noticing the same thing. All like, right, oh, Nancy, what do you got? Where did Tom go? Okay, so <laughs> is anybody else an AT and T Uverse subscriber? I am. I am not. Go to channel eighty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> they have a Disney Parks channel that they really? just oh, wow. added, and it's um. When you go into it, you know, it of course asks you if you want to click like any of those other, you know, secondary accessory channels. It's not, it's not a huge, um, you know, interactive channel per se, but you can, you can, um, choose from several of the Disney vacation branches, um, you know, Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Alani, um, I think Adventures by Disney has one. Anyway, they have like seven or eight choices to choose from of Disney Travel Universe sites. Um, And then once you click on that, you can choose videos, photos, or small attraction descriptions. It's not a very audio site at all. Like the, um, you know, I, I watched a couple of the videos, and the videos are basically just visuals with a little music. Um, not... You know, at first I was thinking, oh, well, maybe this will be like, you know, the commercial, you know, the commercial channel you get when you check in your resort hotel. And it wasn't that elaborate at all, which I think they could have sold it better if they did something like that. But it was cute. But it's also something that maybe some of our other, you know, folks out there in other markets, U-verse markets may actually have. So there you go. And now, Tom, when you stay at Hotel Spatel, it's like you're legitimately yes on your on property. So just yeah. so you know, the rates are going to go up once I get YouTube Uverse yes, because of the channel. Yeah. Yes. There we go. It's one of those little temporary channels, like you know the Santa Watch, the Santa Tracker channel, that kind of thing. I've noticed they've been doing this a lot more on Uverse, and I was very surprised to see all of a sudden Disney Parks channel. I was like, what? 
That is so cool. So that's, that's I guess, new from the start of February, because I did not see that the other night when I was flipping through, and I haven't watched a lot of TV lately, so. Awesome. Thank you, Nancy. Any other housekeeping? Or fake rapid fires? No? Good. Okay. <laughs> I'll save my <laughs> other one for the next show. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. All right. Time for news, Tony. Recently, Tomorrowland, the movie, was filming at Disneyland, but George Clooney wasn't there. It's the fourth sanctioned movie to be filmed, at least in part, at Disneyland. Hollywood crews descended on Disneyland to shoot scenes for the upcoming Walt Disney Pictures film Tomorrowland. Crews were shooting at the Small World attraction. Of course. Oh, did the... uh, Yeah. The movies will star George Clooney, who plays an inventor in the science fiction mystery, but the 52-year-old Oscar winner was not on set. Disneyland officials said. All of the filming took place in the area of It's a Small World, already closed to park visitors, said Kevin Rafferty Jr., a Disneyland spokeswoman. spokeswoman. Spokesman. Wow. Okay, but that's, you know why? Because Disney, for me, Disneyland spokeswoman all go together. Like, I can't, that was, that just threw me. If Susie ever leaves there, you're so screwed. (laughs) Stay, Susie, we love you. (laughs) <laughs> Visitors also found the Disneyland Railroad, which passes behind It's a Small World, closed for the shoot. Guests were not able to see any of the filming, Rafferty said. Additionally, Mickey and the Magical Map stage show next to It's a Small World was canceled on both days. Mickey's Toontown stayed open, but guests were redirected around the makeshift movie set. Filming was completed before the park opened on Thursday. Before they started filming, film crews were erecting tall blue screens and had brought in lighting and other equipment around It's a Small World, which had been closed since the end of the winter holiday season for the removal of the Christmas decorations. Curious Park guests snapped some pictures and asked park employees for details. It's really cool that they're filming a movie here, said Heather Ramirez, 42, an annual pass holder from Buena Park. Too bad George Clooney wasn't here. I would have come (laughs) back just for a chance to see him. Tomorrowland stars Clooney as grizzled inventor Frank Walker. It's being touted as one of the big releases for 2015. It co-stars Hugh Laurie from TV's House. Clooney, TV's House didn't sound right. Like the house belonged to TV. Anyways, Mm -hmm. um, I'm a teacher. I'm close reading. It's Common Core. Anyways, (laughs) um, Clooney, Laurie, and the other actors have filmed scenes over the past few weeks in Vancouver, Canada, and Valencia, Spain. The movie shares its name with the futuristic-themed lands found at Disney's various theme parks. No. Last year, Cruz and Tom Hanks shot scenes over several days on Main Street USA for Saving Mr. Banks. Only two other sanctioned movies. It's funny that now they have to say sanctioned movie because mm-hmm. of that crazy creeper one. Um, yeah. Only two other sanctioned movies have shot at least some scenes at Disneyland. 1962's 40 Pounds of Trouble starring Tony Curtis and 1996's That Thing You Do starring Hanks. So there you go. Very cool. Now here, I thought you were going to say something about, oh, you know, confirming the Tomorrowland rumors and the whole submarine thing. And Nope. Which, I'm excited. incidentally, when I was at Disneyland last weekend, I asked a rather talkative cast member about said submarines and why they were down for, you know, down for so long. And they're saying that actually... They had unexpected problems with the glass paint that was supposed to last forever. And there was some, I guess, chemical etching from the water. Because, you know, they dump a ton of chlorine in there. So, they're rehabbing. Plus, they also said the subs need a ton of work. 
because they the subs themselves have a lot of wear and tear. So, so they're not tearing out the subs. That's as far as the this particular cast member went to say. Yeah. So that's good to know. Figure. Okay, that's a fourth rapid fire. I just wanted to let everybody know that. <laughs> well, that <laughs> was third. I had housekeeping. <laughs> Yeah, I had two housekeeping or whatever like that was, but I didn't know. I just thought I'm, now I'm going to keep tra- I'm going to keep track. I'm just messing with you. I I'm was glad to know that information. Yeah, this is that was. Now but, that, and that thanks was, for the news break. That, thanks for the break, and now back to the news. Well, there we go. <laughs> no, that is good information. I'm just being a smart aleck. No, it really is. It's amazing what you can well, learn wait, from you cast just members. You. No, see, you're not supposed to say no. It is really good. News. <laughs> I just said. Yeah, no, I know it is. See, that's what we say. We say, it's really good news, and you say, thanks. You don't say, yeah, I know, isn't it? It's great news. You know, what I was going to say, it's amazing (laughs) what you can find out if you leave the Radiator Springs racers queue to go to the bathroom and then have to wait for your party to show back up at the merge point. (laughs) If you're chatty, you can find out all kinds of things, like about Lassiter's private car and everything like that. Lasseter has a private car. Oh God! Yes, he does. He has a private car on Radiator Springs. You weren't supposed to say that. You couldn't just leave it alone, Major. I know we're all quiet. You can just let it go. And I know we weren't. We're never at the same table, but we were all looking at each other, (laughs) kicking each other under the table. And then Heidi Klum's. uh, The other thing I learned is Heidi Klum's bodyguard is a complete idiot. There we go. Let's Nancy at (laughs) DLPodcast.com. And back to the news. Thank you. The Orange County, but it's gonna. Nancy's gonna talk about it because she goes to this place more than I think any of us. So, be re- and I don't know if she's ready, but that's good. That's why we're all team and we all love each other on Valentine's Day. Kiss, kiss. Aww. Okay. The Orange County Science Center will nearly double in size amid fireworks, confetti, and a few jokes about ground blasting. The Discovery Science Center kicked off a twenty-two point five million dollar expansion wow. that will double the center's size. The center, best known for its giant cube looming over the the I-5 freeway, will <laughs> increase exhibit space by 40,000 square feet by March 2015. Every child that goes through those doors enters a world of imagination. Santa Anna, Santa Anna, wow, Santa Anna Mayor, Santa Anna Mayor <laughs> Miguel Pulido told a crowd of more than 200 assembled in the expansion area amid earth-moving equipment. They enter the world of the future, they enter the world of science and math and technology, and all that can do to improve our lives. The new space will be two stories high and will include an education wing aimed at honing, not honoring, honing science, technology, engineering, and math skills among students and teachers. A hands-on simulation of a space mission control room, a 500-seat theater, a healthy kitchen exhibit with live demonstrations, and a natural resources pavilion to encourage conservation and recycling will fill the new space. The existing center is known for its outdoor dinosaur exhibit, the Boeing Rocket Lab inside the cube, and an eco-challenge reuse and recycling exhibit that will be moved and expanded into the new space. The expansion is funded in part by donations and financed with a loan from Farmers and Merchants Bank, a local bank. Other speakers, other speakers at Wednesday's event included Orange County Supervisor Janet Wynn and Science Center President Joe Adams, who took the group of the coming ground blasting I mean groundbreaking ceremony, ha! Then fireworks crackled and sparkled and confetti cannons blew, scattering paper squares over the departing crowd. 
The nonprofit Discovery Science Center attracted about 413,000 people last year, including tens of thousands of students on field trips. I took my students there once. That was down from a high of 526,000 in 2012. Its pre-expansion square footage is 59,000 square feet. By comparison, the California Science Center in Los Angeles, new home of the Space Shuttle Endeavor, covers more than 400,000 square feet and drew 2.7 million visitors in 2013. Its smaller size aside, the Discovery Science Center received the National Medal for Museum and Library Service in spring 2013, one of 10 recipients of an award from the Federal Institute of Museum and Library Service considered the nation's highest honor of its type. Maybe a day six. I think that's something that before Nancy talks, um, not in a mean way or anything, but before Nancy starts sharing because she's been more, but um, that's a good place. It's right down the freeway. If you have little kids and you have that extra day, to do it's not a full day but if you um want to do the hands-on science thing it's and i interested to see how it's going to be when it's completed but it's really a hop skip and a jump from disneyland it really is my kids love that museum they there are so many hands-on participatory things i personally like the hockey section the hockey and nutrition and the zamboni and the and the run through the grocery store and i hate hockey. the cool stuff in the cube is neat too because they have some uh, gravity um, exhibits in the cube. Hockey is cold. And they host a gingerbread, a science of gingerbread. We mentioned that on the Christmas show one time. And since it's nonprofit, we're not advertising for them. But I do know that they usually, because I when I drive down the freeway, they change exhibits. They'll have like a Legos exhibit or a, right. something related with Indiana Jones and stuff. So if you come all a lot all the time. You could include it into your um, travels, especially with younger kids. Definitely. That's the news. Thank you, Tony. Time for our rapid fires. Let's start with Michael. Well, the San Francisco Presidio Trust has turned down George Lucas's plan for a museum across from Christie Field. Now, when you're riding Soarin' Over California, and you look at the, uh, there's the, where we all soar over the Golden Gate Bridge. If you look off to your left, you will see this long, long beach. That is actually the Christie Field area, just so that, you know, for point of reference here. And the San Francisco Presidio is right behind that. If you look to the right, you'll see another beach, and my house is right above that where I grew up as a boy. Um, <laughs> on the Michael Bowling tour. tour. Yeah. Yes, that's, cool. that's right. So that's Baker's Beach, and I live right between Baker's Beach and the smaller beach that's called China Beach. Anyway, so it, it, instead what the Presidio Trust is offering Star Wars creator is a site next to his Letterman Digital Arts Center to house his $1 billion collection of um, Americana art and Hollywood memorabilia and a 10,000-piece collection of animation art. Uh, the Lucas team estimated that th- the $300 million museum would draw up to 750,000 visitors annually. So you can, And so you understand why the Walt Disney Family Museum was a big proponent of, of this museum. So the spot they're offering him is just west of the old Letterman Hospital building, which, um, which Lucas transformed in the early 2000s into the home for Lucasfilm's special effects and game units, as well as its corporate offices. And they feel that this spot would be more appropriate home for his 95,000-square-foot world-class museum for the future that Lucas had hoped to build on what is now a site of a sports basement store. 
So the thing is, Lucas had worked on this for four years, this proposal, and them offering a whole nother site was a whole last minute thing after four years. So a spokesman for Lucas has said he's going to entertain offers from other cities for his Star Wars and other movie memorabilia and his collection of Norman Rockwell pieces and other artwork now that the trust decided to do nothing with the Chrissy Field area until um, there's a a reconstruction project that's going on nearby that's going to be finished in um, 2016. So one of the cities that's being considered is Chicago because George Lucas's current wife is from Chicago and he lives part of the time in that city. But Lucas was told that board members would absolutely back the building of the museum at a less contentious and more traffic friendly location in the park and um, they're, they're going to expedite the federal planning process and the thing is, Chrissy Field was considered a very sensitive area. It used to be the airfield for the Presidio. The Presidio was our nation's oldest military um, installation. It was founded in 1776, and it closed in um, in the 1990s when the army left. And the, a lot of politicians lined up behind the Lucas Museum proposal, and House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi was largely responsible for saving the Presidio, and she really wanted this museum at Chrissy Field. So if he takes his $1 billion collection elsewhere, they feel there could be some recrimination. So, um, so anyway, so now there's a big movement afoot to keep the Lucas film... Um, project there at the Presidio. So we'll just keep our fingers crossed and see what happens. But hopefully, um, George Lucas will agree to the new site. I hope so. Yeah, me too. Awesome. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Mary Jo? At Disneyland um, Big Thunder Ranch Jamboree, for the annual pass holders, they're having the sing-along under the stars. And it's been going on. It's at it opens at 5.30 p.m., and the film begins at 6.30 p.m. Tonight, they have The Little Mermaid, and then next week on February 19th and 20th, they'll have Aladdin, and February 26th, they're going to have The Lion King. So this will take registration with your wristbands. You'll need to show your annual pass holder, uh, excuse me, your annual pass. Um, the registration begins at 2 p.m. near the Frontierland entrance. Um, next to the Westward Ho store in Disneyland Park. And this is free for annual pass holders. And um, you, all guests have to be annual pass holders, so you can't take somebody with you unless they're also um, a pass holder. So you get a wristband and you just present it when you go to the venue and you get to watch it. And the cool thing about these shows is they're also sing-alongs. So the sing-along apparently has been very popular. I heard and there were some, some very cool guests at the Beauty and the Beast one last week. Really? Yeah. Are you going to share? Um, Cogsworth, Lumiere. Oh my gosh, how cool. Yeah. Cool. Belle, Gaston. I don't, yeah, I don't know if Gaston was there, but I know that they, I saw pictures of, of Lumiere and, Gus, and Cogsworth, which you never see. Right. So. Well, if the weather keeps up like it has been, I mean, these are going to be some really nice nights. So Wednesdays and Thursdays, 
And then the last week, it's only on the 26th. So. I love special things for pass holders. Yes. So do I. I wish I could actually get down there to take advantage of them. But traffic's so bad on a weeknight. Oh, yeah. That's out of control. There's no way. And just if anybody wants to know, I'm just going to share. Why not? Here's my rapid fire. (laughs) Traffic. Um, So my doctor's in West L.A. So that's even... Like, that's even far closer than Nancy. And, oh, yeah, I get – so after, you know, it's 5.30, nothing, nothing like rush hour in Los Angeles. And I got home, which is not far away from Disneyland, like two and a, two, maybe two, two and a half hours. Like, it's just out of control. So the, the point of – the moral of the story is stay don't in the Disneyland that. resort area and don't drive in Los Angeles at rush hour traffic. There you go. <laughs> That's because or you like stay to hurt late you, at hurt wherever you your destination is. Yeah. So if you're going to Santa Monica, for instance, stay until 7 o'clock, 7.30 at night, and then go home. And, Tom, the reason why we can bring this back, even though it's a bird walk, is that if someone were to go to Hollywood or, you know, mm-hmm. or Hollywood or um, <laughs> Griffith Observatory or... Anywhere, there, there's some market. maybe even like a the other UCLA side basketball of game, the other side of town. Just stay until everybody goes home. <laughs> seven thirty, man. Don't leave until seven thirty. <laughs> All right, okay, I I will go next. Um, this weekend, Saturday, Disney California Adventure celebrates gospel. They'll welcome fifteen local gospel choirs from around Southern California in this fifth annual event. Performances will be from 11 a.m. to 12.45, and again from 1.45 to 6.30 p.m. And this takes place inside Stage 17 in the Hollywood in Hollywoodland. Stage 17 is, of course, the former home of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. So I'm glad they keep doing this event. It's really, really cool. It sounds good. Anybody, has anybody intended? No. No? Good. No. Okay. Let me see. Who could go this weekend? I'm kidding. All right. Uh, <laughs> Nancy, rapid fire? Well, first, I would like to say, everything is awesome. Okay. <laughs> That's not Disney related at all. Part of a team. No, it is. Well, it's travel related because we all know what is in a short drive from Disneyland, and that is Legoland. <laughs> okay. And because the Lego movie has come out, <laughs> they are um, She's gonna stretch having... this one into a rapid fire. Hmm? Nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway, they are having an awesome new attraction added into really? added into um, the their park for. A very short period. So, or if you are heading down to Legoland between um, the twentieth and the second of March, you will get to see the Lego Movie Experience. Ooh, Ooh dun 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 dun! And the Lego Movie Experience is basically going to be a. Um, a chance to look at a real movie set as far as Lego goes. It's a besi- behind-the-scenes look. Um, they're advertising it as step onto their soundstage, check out actual movie footage, and explore some of the 
awesome models who helped, which helped inspire the um, new and completely original 3D animated adventure, the Lego Movie. Now, we saw it on opening day. Oh my gosh. It is awesome! It's that good? It is that good and then some. I've heard amazing things about it. Everything is awesome. Is that a song from the movie? I hope you're part of a team. Yes, it is the theme song of the movie. So you can uh, catch a video or two online on YouTube from it, from uh, from that song, and it is. A really, really good movie. We were very impressed. The grown-ups will not be disappointed at the number of really, should I use the word, awesome inside references and jokes and little scenes which are going to make them fall out of their seats. That's Just what I heard, too. That, they, that, that was one of the best at doing that. Well, one you know, the there was one really cute sequence um, which mocked in the Empire Strikes Back, you know, them having to fly the Millennium Falcon out of the asteroid, out of their hiding place in the asteroid, uh-huh. it, it, you know, in, in a big hurry. Yeah, they uh, did their own little Lego twist on that in the story, and and we showed Empire Strikes Back to Zoe today, and when she saw that sequence, she was like, oh my god, that was in the Lego movie! <laughs> <laughs> So it was really fun having her discover the inside joke. But it is full of really great things. And Batman is hysterical. And and Will Ferrell does an amazing job as Emmett, the lead character. Awesome. Thank you, Nancy. <laughs> and and I'm I apologize to everyone, you will walk out of that theater singing that song for days. Every Uh, parent has the right to embarrass their child by singing it to them in public. Great. Tony. Okay, since we're now we're going to go even further south into San Diego. And little a few SeaWorld updates. Other than the fact that I know that some of the listeners probably did spend Valentine's Day with Shemu. Or are going to. And that's beautiful. Nothing says Valentine's Day than... With Shemu, but that was Kate. That was possible. <laughs> That's not a rabbit fire. I just found it hilarious that that was like a. I just wonder how many times you'll get to spend a second Valentine's Day with that person if you do one of them with Shemu. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's on the website, and they're all dressed in red, and they're Shemu, and they're gazing into each other's eyes. And anyways, um, Sea World is offering again the fun card. Which is pay for a day and get all of 2014 free. And since it's February, that's most of the year. It's uh, $84. And what's nice about theirs is that it um, the only blackout days are May 25th, which I'm assuming is Memorial Day, July 4th, 5th, and 19th, and then August 2nd, 9th, and 31st. So um, that's one thing. And then another thing, which I don't know if we know, but... I, it's related. It's a, another SeaWorld thing. They are now doing the front of the line pass thing. Really? In, yes, in San Diego SeaWorld, which seems kind of um, interesting. But um, let me tell you how much it is and what it gives you the front of the line for. 
Like, there's not a lot, so... Um, just a second, I apologize. I lost my tab. Um, let's select my fun card and see. Um, no, and I had it. I was going to say, there. I noticed Legoland is doing a VIP experience now, too. Yeah, I don't know... What do you guys feel about that whole thing? Just in general. The paying extra to get front of the line. No. Well, is it just you and me, Nancy? Nobody else cares? <laughs> you know, if you've got the cash and you want to do something really, really special, like the Lego one is obscene, but you get your own... You basically get the Disneyland celebrity treatment. Okay. At the at Legoland with and your food is included and all that stuff. Um, well, and see, that's have different. Have a few other little perks like I can live with that. And it's like a super perk. This okay. So yeah. SeaWorld's offering what they're calling Quick Queue. Allows okay. you unlimited single day access to express entrance at Journey to Atlantis, Atlantis, Wild Arctic, which literally never has a line. Okay, Shipwreck Rapids, which does have a line, Bayside Skyride, and Manta. So that's it, which is interesting because SeaWorld isn't about the rides. Right. But right. Um, how much extra quick, is it? Well, wait a second. There's Quick Queue Premier. Um, all the benefits of Quick Queue with the addition of res- now this might actually be worth it. Um, with the addition of reserved seating at most SeaWorld shows, mm. including One Ocean, Blue Horizon, Shamu Rocks, Pets Roll, Sea Lions Live, and Sea Lions Tonight. To me, the Shamu thing you have to get there really early if you want a good seat. Um, it's tw- an additional $20 for the Quick Queue, $30 for the Quick Queue Premiere. It's not bad. It's not bad, but you're not getting much. Right. It's not like SeaWorld is ever like, oh my gosh, it's four hour lines. Right. Well, you know, a couple weeks ago on the show, we talked about Universal um, when I was talking about some of the great Amazon local deals. And Universal has one now that's. A front of the line, but the only front of the line at Universal Hollywood is um, the tram tour. Tram tour. So why would I pay that much extra? I mean, even with the the discount on Amazon Local is ninety five right now for that. Why would I pay that much extra just to get on the tram tour quicker? I don't know. I, I don't get that. No other perks. So, yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. That's rapid fire. Let's head over to Mary Jo for our thread of the week. This week's thread comes from Ben's wife, who's been with the Diz since 2010, and she writes, "Feeling guilty." Ben couldn't write himself, or (laughs) no. Well, well she's going to hate wife. her screen name if she ever ends up getting a divorce. Oh, yeah. don't curse them. Come on. I'm not Ben and Mrs. Bit. Ben are very nice. Yeah, man. Is everything all right, Nancy? Oh, everything's fabulous. <laughs> I ditched the first ex-husband a long time ago. <laughs> the first ex-husband? Yeah, I don't the know. only yeah, ex-husband, yeah. Okay. Anyway, Ben's wife writes, Feeling guilty about not taking the kids. My husband and I are having our 10th anniversary this coming September and have planned a Disneyland vacation since we love all things Disney. We have rented DVC points and have a studio at the Grand Californian. Being that it's our 10th anniversary trip, we are going just the two of us. I think we're going to have a grand time. No naps or cranky, tired kids to deal with. 
and really the freedom to do grown-up things, like stay late and have a drink or two. That being said, the mom and me is feeling terribly guilty for not taking our boys. We did just take them to Disney World this past June, so they did just go. But they both keep asking when we're going to go back because they both want to go back so badly. They know we're going to go, and my six-year-old keeps asking if we would please take him. Aww. I feel so selfish since I know they both really want to go. I'm a softie when it comes to the kids. I guess that's why I'm a teacher. My husband, on the other hand, really doesn't want to take them and wants to have some time to really enjoy the parks in a way that we can't really do with the kids there. I keep telling myself that we wouldn't take the kids with us if we were going to go somewhere else like Vegas or one of those sandals places. So it shouldn't matter where we're going. We're going to celebrate us and 10 years of marriage, which in this day and age is a pretty good accomplishment. It would... Quite a bit. It would add quite a bit of cost to take them since then we would need two more plane tickets, two more park tickets, and more money spent on food and other incidentals, etc. We might be able to save up and take them at Christmas in 2016, but that seems so far off. They would be nine and seven then. Ugh, I don't know what to do. I feel like a big old meanie. So before don't. I read the some of the comments, I wanted to see what you guys have to say to Miss Ben's wife. Go. I think she had she had the point right when she said if they were going to Vegas or somewhere else, they wouldn't be taking the kids. So it shouldn't matter where they're going. So you, you deserve go. this time. You deserve yep. this time. Leave them at home. Do not feel guilty. Ten years is wonderful. It's a great thing to celebrate. I I know you're not getting a divorce, so please please pardon the past. <laughs> 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 but to make sure that next 10 years stays just as good, do not take them and book yourself a couple's massage at the Mandara in the hotel. That's a nice uh, On Nancy. recommendation. Just send her the bill. <laughs> yeah, she's talking about how much everything's expensive. And she's like, go ahead, add some stuff. And no, I mean, and all <laughs> no, honestly. You're, no, no, I understand what you're saying. I'm just ridiculous. Wouldn't you do that? <laughs> wouldn't you? Well, not with, not with, um. Ben's wife. <laughs> yeah, Ben's wife. Yeah. Or Ben. If you were Ben's wife, wouldn't you want to? I don't want to play Ben's wife. I'm just going to. That's, that's No, I'm screwing with you. Yeah. No, I know. It's a great idea for those two. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so Michael? Yeah, I would say go for it. I mean, don't ruin all your, your plans and celebrations because you have because a six-year-old wants to go. <laughs> um, no, it's gonna be I mean, a lot have, of the times you aren't gonna want to take him anywhere. So just <laughs> make this the first of many disappointments. Yeah, have have a wonderful nice. teach him disappointment early in life. Have a wonderful oh. time. Bring them back a souvenir. <laughs> be lucky that you have people who will take them for that long, so that you can have a vacation. Unlike some of us who don't have that. <laughs> How long did they say they were going for, Mary Jo? She. Let me see. She didn't give an exact okay. um, time frame. She just said that she and her husband are going to go celebrate their 10th anniversary. But I can't so imagine that it's going to be for a long... Nah. What did the know. mean people on the disc say? Well, a lot of people did say, um, you know, that not to feel guilty, bring a gift for them, have a wonderful time. Um, there were some people who were kind of harsh um, <laughs> and said stuff like, um, you know, when you're... They never leave their kids. They wouldn't think of 
um, going to Disneyland and depriving their children. Oh my god! Of depriving their children. Yeah. Like oh please. No, you deprive your children of education, of food, of but depriving your children of Disneyland, like easy. Some people need to get off their high horse. I'm done. <laughs> that's that's and that's the people who the... are saying that are probably people who don't have anybody to take their kids <laughs> so that they could do it themselves or those are the, those are the same people whose lives revolve around their kids yeah right and while my life revolves around my kids i would not hesitate if someone offered to take my children <laughs> <laughs> for any joe time. well i think her best <laughs> argument is if she went to sandals yeah. You w- it wouldn't be a question. Yeah. Well, there were some people who said, if you go to Sandals, that's one thing, but you're going to Disneyland and not letting your children go with you, then that's they were, th- they were acting like it was a crime. You know, I think their mistake was telling the children where you're going. They yeah, should have you- told them they were going to Sandals. Okay, well, they're going to be disappointed. True, the kids are. But they're also going to learn that mom and dad love each other, and they like to do fun things just like kids. Yeah, yeah they're, it's going to suck for them right now, but the cost-benefit you're going to get from them being like <laughs> sad and missing you for the fact that you're going to get to reconnect, and you're going to have fun, and you're going to get to experience it your way, because all those thousands of dollars they would, they're spending when they bring them back, they kind of um, referred to it that it wasn't as enjoyable as they would have liked the whole staying up late. The, they wanted to do that. Don't you don't have to Give tell. yourself like, a chance to yeah. have a different vacation and play with yourselves, not your kids. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> after the spa, that might be happening. Yeah, right there. Um, yeah, some some people said you know they might feel guilty, but it's it's really not going to last long because they do do things with their kids. They like she said they just went to Walt Disney World with them. So I agree with the rest of you. I think that. Um, they should go to Disneyland and have a fabulous time. And when they can take the kids, they'll take the kids at that time. And the kids need to learn that though they're an important part of the family, not everything revolves around them. Yep. You know, so a dinner at the Napa Rose is not for a six-year-old. Right. Tried that; it was miserable. Well, and you know, and there's there's family time, and there's mommy yeah. and daddy time, and yes. There's one-on-one time with the children and different things. So, but um, if you, if anybody would like to um, add to the thread or read some of the responses, um, go ahead and go to our show notes, and Tom will have the link there for you. Awesome. Thank you, Mary Jo. Thank you, team. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week, and of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember. Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.